never said I was retiring. I'm refiring and I need fuel for that. I'm taking my balance in nature and it's making a difference. I'm writing, I'm directing, I'm living my life. La la voo. As a special holiday offer, get $25 off plus free fiber and spice with your first preferred order of fruits and veggies. This offer can end at any time. Call or go to balanceofnature.com. Use discount code Kate. Hey, everybody, it's Kate. Listen, if you're local for the next week and a half, you can come by Canyon Media Studios and you can buy with cash or a check one of those wonderful little uh, Kate Daly Show Silver Round Coins Uh, that we have right now in stock. And so I want to make this offer available to those that didn't want to maybe order it online but wanted to just to buy it in person. You can do that. You can come by Canyon Media, and I'll help you out with that. Um, And they're $99 plus tax. And so, of course, uh, come by and uh, get some for Christmas. What a great Christmas gift. Also putting silver back in people's pockets. How wonderful is that, right? And also a great reminder to be faithful and fearless Also, uh, talking about Lady Liberty, she's on the cover of it, just like the first coin minted in the United States. Don't you love history? Share that history with those that you love and put some silver back in their pocket that I think will only grow. What a great gift. So if you're local to this area that I'm in, in St. George or the southern half of Utah, come on down to Canyon Media. And for the next week and a half, you can get one right here in person. Thanks, you guys. If we divide 125 genders by three bathrooms, how much climate change do we have? The Kate Daly Show starts now. There it is. The holy grail of Christmas gifts. The Red Ryder 200-shot range model air rifle. Ralphie, what would you like for Christmas? Horrified, I heard myself blurted out. I want an official Red Ryder carbon action 200 range model air rifle. Ooh. No, shoot your eye out. Hi there. Welcome. Last hour on a Monday. So glad you're joining us. Uncle Milty and I are live today and we will be all the way through Thursday. Wonderful guests this week as well, by the way. You're going to love them. And uh, a lot of content for the show. And we have the great Dr. Duke Pesta. And hi, Uncle Milty. Hi. You're, you're the ultimate optimist. How do you know I'm going to be alive Thursday? <laughs> oh gosh i am right cynical kate's gone optimism um (laughs) i just have a feeling you'll be here alive and kicking um so dr duke pesta i'm so glad you're joining us how are you i'm well how are you guys um you know excellent i was just thinking i've got to book my date with the uh library drag show to make this year complete for 2022 i had you're not complete you haven't been trained in proper kindness until you go see a drag show um but <laughs> of course drag show are in the news 24 7 and you and i and uncle milty have been talking about these for a couple of weeks now but there was some new news too uncle milty did you want to say some well i think uh i wasn't <laughs> as upset about about yes. the drag situation until uh-huh. I heard a version of the 12 days of Christmas and the right. eight maids of milking were drag queens. <laughs> then I Not lost the Pied Pipers, <laughs> of course. It had to have been the eight, yeah. like, you know, milking maids. Yeah, it's getting annoying at best. Um, I'm annoyed by it. I think probably uh, Dr. Pest is too, but protesters then swarmed um, the NYC library hosting a drag story hour for kids. And this was on 
the national news, of course, NBC bought and sold news. But it was interesting that the article wasn't about the protesters protesting. It was about the level of hate they came with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to comment on this, Dr. Pesta? Yeah. You know, this is this is just so tedious. Right? I know. I know. Whenever the left engages in violent disruptive uh-huh. anarchic behavior yeah whether it's black lives matter whether it's antifa whether it's these radicalized lgtbq no amount of destruction and even physical violence is it's all completely uh, excused because mm-hmm. of the depth and the feeling behind the cause but right. the minute anybody of the rest of us put push back even just by holding signs and placards i'm always amazed how the calmest people uh, that are doing the protesting, the ones that are standing po- politely on the sidewalk across the street from the building, mm-hmm. holding their signs that have no violent imagery and no cuss words in them. They're the ones that are constantly attacked. They have their signs yeah. ripped out of their hands. They're screamed and shouted at and pushed and shoved. And they always turn out to be the villains in the story. Yeah. Right? Exactly They're the right. ones. Yeah, because uh, the what they what did the article do then? NBC, of course, they're so bought and sold. So NBC vilifies the protesters, and then they put up a, a whole Twitter message from New York City Council member Eric Botcher, and he says this. He says, "Today I witnessed pure hatred and bigotry outside drag queen drag queen uh, story hour at a public library. Inside, I witnessed a loving and peaceful reading of children's books to kids." I could, you know, it's funny that that's the showcase of the article to tell everybody how mean and awful the protesters were. And these kids can only hear story hour from drag queens and how appropriate it is, but how necessary it is. That's what NBC was saying. Amazing. Yeah, though this is the argument, right? They yeah. make this argument yes. all the time and it's hard to dissuade it. And, you know, I think we, we at the very end of the show last week, I think uh-huh. we may have touched base on it. It would be useful bringing it back here. We have that situation, you may recall, where... Um, Kirk Cameron, who mm-hmm. is a Christian, yes. right, former yes. TV actor, he actually has written a book for children, little kids, and he was hoping to read it at public libraries. So his team got together. They emailed about 50 different public libraries across the country saying, hey, I'd like to come. I'd like to have you promote this mm-hmm. like you do for the Drag Queen Hour. Not one of those libraries consented to allow Kirk Cameron's completely right. G-rated faith-based book for kids. Right. No one allowed him to read it. One wrote, I, one, I think it was in Rhode Island, wrote back and said, your values do not align with our values when it comes to supporting the LGBTQ. I think we're going to pass on hosting you. And these, by the way, are public libraries. We're told, right. here's the double standard you just mentioned. We're told that they're public libraries, so drag queens are welcome, but they're public libraries, so your Christian kids' book yeah. isn't welcome. And it's unbelievable. Why do they have political views as a library is what I'd love to know. But go ahead, Uncle Martin. I would love to get that list right. of those 50 libraries. I would spend money to notify each and every one of those communities what their public library <laughs> system said. <laughs> Right? Oh my gosh! I didn't and, realize and this is this is a carryover. There's even more news about this in, in in today. So Rachel Levine, the man pretending to be a woman, <laughs> who's also the fair the first admiral admiral right, right, in, right. The, in the Biden administration. I think we should start calling her it a rear ag- admiral. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Blow the man down and all that stuff. So uh, anyway, so he actually had the audacity today to say that. You know, 
he he he's happy that when he was young, uh-huh. they didn't have transition surgery mm. because in his prior life, when he was a dude, uh-huh. he actually got a woman pregnant and had kids. And he says, I don't know how I would have lived or survived oh without my, my children. And I'm thinking to myself, this is exactly, exactly. <laughs> you, you've completely wow. sold out your own movement. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you're basically saying yeah. that you're glad that you weren't sterilized, right. even as you push for all little children to be sterilized. Yep. You're right. Wow. Let's just take that moment in. Ooh. Puts a whole new light on Holy hypocrisy, doesn't it? Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. It's bad. It is so bad. And what's funny is, is I never realized the moment when somebody made that decision, hey, we have story time hour, but I think a drag queen would be the best fit to come in and tell that story. I wonder who put that together initially, because um, ever since then, it's been this big um, political movement, right, Um, to show us how to be kind and tolerant. It's is that the entire LGBTQ mm-hmm. right. now is nothing more than drag queens, yeah. and which is generally the case is that most of those men aren't even gay. So it has nothing to do with the L, yeah. the G, the yeah. T, the B, the Q, the plus plus plus. <laughs> it has nothing to do with any of it. Nope. And I I I, I said a, a version of like this on your show, but I've never mm-hmm. said this. I think that. Most people have no idea what the hell the LGTB is talking about. QB is talking about. It's all about goofiness. It's it's all about yeah. anti-science. I really do believe that the drag queen is LGBTQ for dummies. If you're somebody <laughs> who pays no attention to this, if right. you're somebody who understands what science is and you're completely convinced what a man and a woman are, mm-hmm. I think that the drag queens now. Um, they're the most obviously over-the-top, circus-like freak shows. And so they're, this is what they're allowing. The, 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 somehow the, the drag queen now is a avatar for everything that the LGBTQB wants, QTB wants to be. And they figure that little kids in particular, they react to the avatar because of the gaudy clothing and the mm-hmm. garish makeup. As Milty said last week, they are literally clowns. Mm-hmm. They are clowns of this era. So kids are drawn to them. Mm-hmm. The dancing, the gyrating, the the, the synthetic music, um, you know, yeah. it, it the bizarre wigs, the hair, the, right. the over-enhanced cleavage. I mean... Uh, so I, I really enhanced think everything. that now the the entire LGBTQ plus 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 now uh, figures we're not going to even try to convince you anymore about biological arguments or scientific differentials. We have a clown we're not show. Gonna, we're not going to. But what they're yeah. going to do now instead is just keep yeah. pushing the rights of drag queens. It's a clown show. It's the new circus circus is basically what it is, right? I mean, it's hitting the country. It's um, kind of taken over as the movement. And I think that was a brilliant point. It's the it's for the absurdity of all of it. It was really built for the low IQ. <laughs> it was like now think about that. Yeah, here's your clowns. Well, not only that. Mm-hmm. What what in what way are drag queens minorities? In what way? In what way are they? Minorities. Their 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 sexuality is often not alternative. There's they they they're not dysphoric. Uh, they're just dudes in dresses, for God's sake. So why and that, and and a, a huge preponderance of them uh-huh. are white dudes. So yeah. I thought white dudes were the problem. I thought white men were the only uh, demographic that was not capable of being persecuted. Mm -hmm. And given that many of these drag queens aren't gay, I mean, uh, so now you've found a way for cisgendered white men to simply put on women's clothes, and they don't just become minorities. They become the most preferred minority anywhere in the country. 
Amen. I mean, again, are yeah. we actually having trans reading, trans yeah, readings? Right. For, why aren't, if they care so much about the damn trans community, why aren't trans people showing up at public libraries and reading to five-year-olds? Where is the the uh, normal dressing gay dude reading to five-year-olds in the, in the, uh, in the public mm-hmm. libraries? Why does it You're have right. to be other right. than the song and dance aspect of it, the circus aspect of it? How did otherwise boring old oppressive white guys simply be, get transformed? into the most sympathetic of all minorities because, right. they, because they put on a corset and a wig. doesn't make any sense to me. No, you're right. And anybody in costume, for that matter, why does it have to be the transvestite? Somebody in costume, obviously, you know, they could throw in there, but they choose this particular sort of person. Kind of interesting. I was going to volunteer mm-hmm. uh-huh. to go read to at my granddaughter's yeah. school. You're not clownish enough. You uh, yeah, got, until you got the, up your game. But then I asked him <laughs> if I had to dress like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way yeah. you'd be accepted. Right. I mean, it is kids, right? Right. So put on some tatas, get on some <laughs> nylons and some lipstick and let's go, right? Because I guess that's the only thing kids will listen to. A man dressed like a yeah, woman? I, I, I don't know. I think there's also something deeper. Yeah. When men, white men, try mm-hmm. to become women, it's almost like the white men have admitted that they're they're toxic. Notice how you, I think you pointed this out last mm-hmm. week, Kate, mm-hmm. when when women dress like men, yeah. they're not getting bids to, re, uh, no. to read at public libraries. Nobody takes them seriously. I so when women one. want to become men, they're transferring to victims, to oppressors, and so they don't get the attention. Exactly right. Well, women actually can look feminine in a man's suit. (laughs) (laughs) Now leave Obama out of there. Oh, man, we could go for days on this one. Um, yeah. I'll never forget him throwing that ball at the, uh, throwing oh, out the first pitch, gosh. right? Could it be he, more feminine? His elbow was such a girl throw that the ball <laughs> landed, what, like 40 feet in front of the catcher? It was hey, but so the, bad. The mom jeans were impeccable. Oh, gosh. He, his layers of feminine. And I love the fact that not one old girlfriend, not one old anything ever came out, of, never came out to say they were boyfriend friend or girlfriend with Obama. Nothing. The guy has Nothing. no past. He never dated. Um, I do find that kind of interesting. All right. We'll be right, <laughs> right back. No ex-girlfriends in his uh, in his little closet there. Um, no Monica Lewinsky, yeah, Lewinsky right? scandal. Yeah. No Monica Lewinsky scandal whatsoever. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. And we want to talk about the Oberlin case. This is really good news. Be right- Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patent impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order... Hi, this is Ryan from Inside Out Hyperbarics, and today I'm on the radio to say thank you to all of our clients who have allowed us
us to be part of their healing journeys. From helping those suffering from traumatic brain injury and chronic pain disorders to those with symptoms of autoimmune or the lingering effects of COVID-19 long haulers. It's been an honor you put faith in us to help you through some of your toughest times. So to give back, we will be running monthly specials to celebrate our upcoming six-year anniversary. To find these specials, check us out on the web at InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Inside Out Hyperbarics, bringing out the best in you. Now, talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I'm wearing her clothes, her silk pantyhose, walking around in women's underwear. In the store, there's a teddy. Walking around in women's underwear. Too funny. Go ahead. Yeah, you can see drag queens doing that in any public library. <laughs> You'd like to get read to today. <laughs> There's quite an assortment. Um, apparently, they're the only ones that know how to read to all of us. Uh, welcome back to the show. And you're listening to the Kate Daly Show. Please go buy uh, one of the silver rounds for Christmas. It'll get shipped to you immediately. And it'll put some money back in your pocket. It's it's modeled after the the... Um, the silver round coin is modeled after the Lady Liberty, the first coin ever minted in the United States as the United States with the stars around her and um, chosen for this. Uh, as far as that goes, the Kate Daly show on it, be faithful, be fearless. And you can pick one up right now for 99 bucks and it helps us stay on the air. And uh, we love Dr. Pesta and we love all of these um, generous with their time uh, co-hosts that come on every week just love uh, truth tellers and people that just say it how it is. So uh, please go get a coin if you'd like to continue helping us with this endeavor in 2023. And also, um, since we're privately owned, not corporate owned. And the other thing is this, balanceofnature.com. Please go get some balance of nature and get healthy. This coming year, we need all hands on deck. 2023, we need us all. And we need your health to be restored. And this is the year to take your health back um, and have the understanding now and and. And all of these great messages we've had on the show and great doctors, the doctors that actually are saying the truth, just so appreciative of good, good, um, truthful, truthful messages about our health, parasites and everything else. Please go and get balanceofnature.com. And it's a great start to getting those fruits and vegetables into your system. 31 of them a day, every single 24 hours. Okay. Uh, balanceofnature.com, code word Kate. And, um, and uh, you don't like it, send it back. You're going to love it, though. I just know it. Balanceofnature.com, code word Kate, 35% off and free shipping. Also, go to preparewithkate.com, get some food storage. Prices are going to continue uh, to go up at the grocery store. Get food in bulk. You'll save a little bit of money on it. You'll always have it. Um, and then, of course, uh, the Zelenko products at the bottom of katedallyradio.com. Click on Zelenko. You'll see it. And when you do that, the show gets credit. And go in and order the flu, uh, the flu one they have out that's brand new, that's flying off the shelves, and the detox, all of these Z stacks. They're wonderful combinations of the things that we need in our bodies. Um, those wonderful, you know, vitamin Cs and and different things that you need to combat any illness too. Um, Uncle Milty's here. Doctor Pest is here. We were going to mention this Oberlin case because when Doctor Pest started coming on every week, I noticed we, we we talked about this case, and you might want to re-describe the case because that big payout finally happened. Yeah, this is a horrible story, and it shows you how justice delayed mm-hmm. really hurts people. This was back in 2016, right? Right. So right. We're talking six years ago. Oberlin College in Ohio, which is one of those snooty nose in the air 
billion-dollar endowment little smug liberal arts colleges. Let me say, as a university professor, mom and dad, if you're thinking of sending your kids to one of these little liberal arts colleges, please think again. As bad as the public universities are, at least they are state entities, which means that they have to respect First Amendment rights. In these stupid little, highly, highly overpriced liberal arts colleges, these are private schools. They do not have to oversee and regard your 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 kids' uh, rights when it comes to speech or anything else. Mm-hmm. So not only are these liberal arts colleges much just as politicized as the big universities, but they have far less oversight and you have far less control over what they can and cannot do your do to your kids. The idea that moms and dads are sending $70,000 or more a year to send a kid to a place like Oberlin College in the middle of nowhere in Ohio uh, to become complete little radical leftist, it, you just got to stop doing it. But uh, to step back for a second, you get a sense of how evil they are. Back in 2016, a couple of African-American kids were caught red-handed stealing, shoplifting from this little bakery, Gibson's Bakery, that had been an Oberlin tradition for decades and decades. This little plucky little wonderful bakery, they uh, provided all the catering for the college. Everybody loved them. Uh, well, when these African-American kids were caught red-handed stealing, one of them had a bottle of, uh, of liquor in his coat that he'd stolen, the immediately the progressive, some of the progressive teachers start blamed it on the white owners of the bakery. These kids were set up. These kids were targeted. The fact that the police were called was because these were black kids. This would never would happen with white kids. And rather than keep out of it, the college threw its full weight behind these protesting university professors. And so what they did is they used resources. One of the deans there used resources, copy, keep copying expenses, paper, ink, to print up lying flyers and post all over the town about how racist and what a racist history the this Gibson family had and completely tarring them behind their backs. And none of it was true, by the way. Mm-hmm. And so this ended up in court. Six years ago, it's gone through a number of appeals. Every single time Oberlin lost, every single time, uh, tens and tens of millions of dollars were awarded to the family. But because justice delayed is justice denied, two of the primary Gibson men who were responsible to watch their their lives destroyed out from under them by this college, they've died since then. Well, Meredith Remando, Meredith Remando, the one tell everybody about the settlement. What happened? So the former dean of students and vice president meredith remando that did that that spread those flyers around everything else they didn't fire her through the course of losing and losing and losing oberlin college she stepped down last year she stepped down last year went to another college but she didn't get fired for doing that and a 36 million dollar payout finally to the family but the dad has already passed away um, and, uh, which is so sad and it ruined them. It ruined them. They were struggling, struggling, struggling. Meredith keeps her job at Oberlin this whole time, right? As they're losing these cases, uh, Oberlin keeps losing, but they don't get rid of her. And, uh, the bakery is struggling, 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 but they did finally receive $36 million from them. And of course they come out and go, well, we respect the law, but we're really not happy with this verdict. I mean, it's amazing to me. That's the apology. Wow. 
And that wasn't an apology. No, that was a, it wasn't at all. We, 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 you have backed us. Every court, mm-hmm. we have no longer have a court we can protest to. Right. Everybody says the same thing. So we're going to have to write the big fat check from our endowment. By the way, they're still going to have millions and millions of dollars in their endowment. Don't, don't, don't doubt that for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're going to write that check. It's too bad that yeah. two of the main principles are dead now that yeah. won't be able to benefit from that well, money. Let me say this about Meredith, too. Guess what? She's coming back as a professor at the college next year, but she just won't be vice president. Hmm. They're still going to allow her to work there. There's a dean. I I forget the name of the dean. There's a dean who was Mm -hmm. uh, even perhaps more culpable than Raimondo. No, she was dean. Sorry. She was former dean. Oh, she was dean. She was the dean. dean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Former dean and vice president. There was another uh, uh, professor there who actually was part of this mm-hmm. and just took a job at Cornell. You, so you got mm-hmm. bumped up, right? Yeah. So she left this dinky little uh, college to end up at C- Cornell in the Ivy League. And none of the, the point, yeah. your point is is very va- valid. None of the people, the individuals who did this to Gibson's Baker Bakery, they they weren't punished at all. Mm-mm. The school's nope. punished. But they, they don't have to pay anything. They've oh. got better jobs. Like you said, one is even coming back as a professor. Meredith is, one yeah. ended up at Cornell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's going to come back as a teacher. She stepped down as the, um, as the dean and uh, vice president, but she's coming back as a professor. They're still going to employ her. Mm-hmm. I needed to add that back in. She, they, she, they're still going to employ her, even though so they just lost $36 words, million. In other words, we had to write a check because the government, because the court put mm-hmm. a gun to our head. Yeah. But we're going to go on employing and we're not going to learn a single lesson from this. We're going to mm-hmm. bring the people who did this back and let them teach our kids again. Yeah. Uh, this is this is exactly what happens with these these the prestigious in crowd in this country, the elite. She was also the special appri- uh, assistant to the president for equity, diversity, inclusion and title the Title X uh, coordinator. Title IX. Title IX coordinator, sorry. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know what? This is a piece of good news that they had to pay. And I, I'm kind of reveling in good news today because we've had some of it. There was also a judge, if you didn't listen to last hour, there was a judge that awarded right there in Illinois where our show is um, as well, uh, $10 million to 500 Uh, people in the medical field that were denied religious exemptions with the shots and they had to get them anyway to save their, their jobs um, or they thought they did and they were awarded $10 million uh, for it. And so there are some good news in this week of Christmas at the end of this week, there is some good news coming out and we we need to always make sure that we see that part of the, the justice, even though, like you said, it's delayed. But think about this and this is depressing. I I know you're trying to be, optimistic Trying. and well it's just it, <laughs> damn it it's just not in me I, um, <laughs> so but think about this okay, go think ahead. about this 15 years ago mm-hmm. conservatives or or moderate conservatives mm-hmm. controlled mo- much of the culture right but the courts belong to the left 15 20 years down the road all the all the conservative right has is the courts yeah. Everything else is gone. I yeah, mean, and right. so yeah. in, in one generation, it went to a, a, a relative stability in Congress, re, re, relative uh, open. Uh, the, the, there was a, a real possibility that Republicans could alternate with Democrats in terms of running the country. 15, 20 years ago, all that seems to switch now that the only thing conservatives have, they're hanging on to, to be able to fight back is what judges and courts have said. And 
another, what, four, eight years of Democrat control? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen to the next generation of judges, right? Yep. Look at who we put on, look at who Biden, look at who Biden put on the Supreme Court. Right. A, a af- affirmative action hire who doesn't even know what the definition of woman is. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're in a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I just, if we don't look at some of these wins as far as the people having to pay out, the people that say, no, when we have so many bot judges, and I hate saying that, but we do, when we see a judge that will say, no, you will pay, and um, hospital, you're paying, and Oberlin, you're paying, at least it's something. Because at this point, we're just grasping for anything, anything in the justice field to happen. Are we not? Gosh, and I, and I don't want to be hyper de- uh, depressive about this, but um, we just said at the beginning of the segment here that, OK, so w- what did it cost them? All the people who did this evil deed at Oberlin are fully employed. Some of them have been promoted at other colleges. Others are going back mm-hmm. to teach there again. They still have a huge endowment of mil- right. millions and tens and tens of millions of dollars. Uh, that is tax free, by the way. They've learned nothing from it, you know. Do you think the people? So they paid. So big pharmaceutical paid, or the or the government paid ten million to a number of people who were de- deride, denied their conscientious rights. Ten million dollars, you know, whatever that breaks down to for the number of people who were plaintiffs. However, do you think that's going to change big pharma in the future? Do you think that the the people who who lost that judgment? Uh, for using government against the First Amendment, do you think they're going to pay any real price? Who's going to pay that ten million dollars? It's going to be right. the taxpayers again. Right. And so, yes, yes. I mean, the courts are, are are serving up some good wins. Well, take a look at the the the, well, the Dobbs case. Uh, yeah. I mean, yes, yeah. they they did a, the Supreme Court did exactly the right thing. They turned over to the states. They didn't ban a single abortion. Right. They turned it over to the states, and which as as it should have been. And what happened? Right. The left was able to convince idiot women mm-hmm. in this country right. that their rights had been stripped away from them. And right. now we got people like Fetter Woman in Pennsylvania as your, and, se- your senator. Yes. And just recently, within the last hour that we've been talking, um, basically, we've got the Supreme Court temporarily blocking Biden from ending, tr- ending Trump border policy, right. blocking the Biden administration, the fraudulent they're Biden. they're still coming yes. in, aren't they? Yes, they are. Be right back. <laughs> Kate Daly Show. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Everywhere you go, take a look at the 5 and 10. They're listening once again with candy canes and silver lanes that glow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store. Welcome back. Kate Daly's show. Can we, we're at the end of the show. Boy, that went faster. Yep. Hmm. We're live this week. And uh, so so grateful to you for listening in. Hitting 17.5 million, over 17.5 million. Thank you for that. We really appreciate you sharing the show. And uh, really, your efforts have been uh, amazing. Thank you. Also, um, just wanted to mention um, that, uh, well, a couple of things. Inside Out Hyperbarics, what a great thing to go get. About 200 bucks a month, you can have a hyperbaric machine in your home. 
And uh, let me just tell you, for the cost of what medical is today, the money savings involved when you're doing something naturally and treating it naturally, pretty amazing. Okay. And uh, the fact that it doesn't have the side effects pharma has, <laughs> let me just tell you what a great way to go. Make sure that you go to um, Inside Out Hyperbarics with an S. InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Ask questions. Get one of these in your home and mention the show sent you and uh, get some savings there. Let me just tell you what a fantastic, fantastic thing you could do for your family, your friends, because you can share that with others. And I know all of you have good hearts and want to do that. And um, thank you. Uh, Just go to InsideOutHyperbarics.com and get yourself taken care of because it can help in so many different areas of your life, getting oxygen into that cell. And it actually makes it look like you got a a facelift without getting a facelift. So it's like a twofer. My gosh, it's a wonderful thing. Um, Hyperbaric Oxygen uh, does some incredible things. InsideOutHyperbarics.com. Make sure you go to PrepareWithKate.com. Get some food storage. Um, And then, of course, the Zelenko products. We just have wonderful, amazing um, sponsors of the show. We also have Dr. Pesta, who's with us. We'll finish out this last segment. And um, Dr. Pesta is so great. And the Dr. Duke show, you got to check it out. Because he's he's always tackling these issues and, and the hottest issues in the headlines. And he just does a phenomenal job. So um, I just hope you guys all have a, a really, really Merry Christmas. And you, Dr. Pesta, you've just been such a great gift to the show. Thank you. Well, thank you. And yeah. uh, so we, we got 15 minutes left. Yeah. Uh, and we won't talk again before Christmas. So what are your plans? What's everybody going to do for Christmas? Um, it's a, you know, I already had my Christmas. <laughs> and so I feel <laughs> like it's a really weird Christmas this year. It's a real relaxing one because we don't have anything planned. And, um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to some downtime. I'll, I'll be off for a couple of days, just two days, but I'm actually looking forward to it. What are you doing, Milty? Oh, we're just the same old. I mean, we're very fortunate that uh-huh. our children stayed where we live yeah. and all our grandchildren are here. So yeah. we'll just spend all Christmas okay. Day having like them that. all parade through I, the house. I, and, I, yeah, I love that. I, You know, we do the nativity each year in a family program. And mm-hmm. we have the littles dress up as all the parts and we read through the scriptures and we talk about the reason for the season. And we, we make sure that that's kind of the highlight of getting together is the birth of actual Christ, <laughs> because I don't, you feel sometimes both to both of you guys that we're celebrating winter snow. We're, we're celebrating like yeah. winter fest instead of Christmas. Yeah. I'll tell you, I bet you in about 10 years, 10, 15 years, um, the, the idea will have completely swallowed up institutional Christianity in the West that Jesus was both gay and trans. Uh, a lot of pe- lot of professors trying no, to say that. No. There's a lot yeah, of professors. I, I, yeah, yeah. Or, or uh, so it, it will comport with progressive. Because the progressives can't get rid of Christianity. All they can do is rewrite it. And that's what they're doing. That's what they do with everything, right? They right. redefine American history. It's not about bravery and liberty and sacrifice. It's about racism and hate, right? Look at how successful they have turned even the Constitution and the founding fathers against us. Right. So the last man standing in this argument is Christ. And so mm-hmm. uh, they're busily now gaying and transing and feminizing him. Um, and so I do think, and I've said this many times, uh, I believe that Christi- institutional Christianity is going away. And in the West, good riddance. I mean, it's, 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 it, all it's done in the last 20, 30 years is a bet 
what's coming down the road is to is to partner with the radical left on this stuff. People are much more concerned about their 501c3s and all of that business to actually when was the last time we had brave pastors and reverends and priests? There's a lot of you know we always hear about the Catholic chi- uh, priests, right? Mm-hmm. The radical guys who are radical lefties who are fighting for abortion in places like Chicago. You never hear about uh, the 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 conservative parish priest who's out there pushing the needle the other way. You've got an actual communist as a pope right now, and mm-hmm. so you you factor that in with the with uh, the what's happened to evangelical Christianity. Um, they've seemed to come to believe now that tolerance, which means in their mind, accept everybody for regardless how sinful. Uh, and so we find ourselves in an odd place. But what makes me happy about that is because that's Mm -hmm. what scripture told us is exactly what was going to happen, right? Yeah. We were told that in the end, uh, the, the, the brick and mortar church, the institutional church would crumble. Uh, the, the forces of antichrist would be wearing robes and collars. And so it just reminds you that we're farther along the paradigm than we realized. And, uh, as as C.S. Lewis pointed, however shabby the institution of the sh- of the church becomes, mm-hmm. uh, the the idea of the church as a philosophical and theological construct can never be defeated. So that's so that I mean, in a way, we're we're driving false Christianity out into the light. Uh, that means there's going to be a lot less. F- uh, um, far fewer Christians in the world coming down the road. Uh, and they're going to be much more persecuted now, too. Christianity was protected mm-hmm. to its detriment by government in the West for a thousand years. Now those protections are gone, and they're going to turn into persecutions. And people should just remember mm-hmm. that Christianity was, from the very beginning, a church for persecuted and lost people. And uh, with all the wealth and all the ease that came with our our great success, we're returning back to a persecuted church. And so that's the that's the that's the very same church that Christ stood up for, not what we've seen in the last twenty or thirty years in this country with all of its prosperity and its mm-hmm. apathy and its indifference. Wow, you know we we see a lot of uh, news media talk about priests and and. Uh, and other pastors in different denominations being uh, accused of child molestation and all these things. We hear a lot about that. But in the Catholic Church right now, there's a lot more going on. As a matter of fact, just this week, the Vatican defrocked the life for-life director, Frank Pavone, for blasphemous communications for not conforming to this attitude that abortion is okay. And they defrocked him. And they defrocked him for that. So, I mean, and he's not the only one. There have been dozens of priests in the last couple of years being attacked for standing up against COVID, for standing up against other things. Mm -hmm. So the church is actively persecuting their priests. Right. And when was the last time we saw one of these radical anti-Christian socialist pastors or priests pay any price for their open defiance of the teachings of the teach, uh, traditional teachings of the church? Not only are they mm-hmm. not defrocked, they are celebrated. Yep. Wow. 888-673-1450 is the call-in number. 888-673-1450. Um, what are your plans for Christmas? 
very small, very private, very calm. And what I must do at once every every Christmas time is sit down and watch the Charlie Brown Christmas because oh, uh, I love that. That to me is the greatest uh, statement of what mm-hmm. Christmas means, really, in in the modern world. I mean, when you think about and you think about how Charles Schultz and that little back in 1965 when he wrote that. He was, even in 1965, guys, we could see what was coming. In 1965, yeah. the networks yeah. threatened him. They said, you can't put the Christ stuff in. You can't have little kids singing hymns. You can't have mm-hmm. uh, a, a Christian Christmas special. You can't do it. And Schultz stood his ground and said, well, if we're not doing it my way, we're not doing it. Isn't so they went awesome? ahead and they, they reluctantly, after everybody mm-hmm. and his brother trying to talk Schultz down, he stood fast. And of what happened, it became a staple, the staple, I think, in the mm-hmm. last 60 years of right. what it means to be uh, part of a Christmas celebration. Let me, and, let me yeah, play that one minute. Let me, I'm going to play the one. I have this on a clip. Let me play the, I'll play one minute of the, the Peanuts uh, Christmas. Here we go. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Isn't there anyone? <laughs> Charlie Brown, I Hold can on. tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. What a minute-long, simple, mm-hmm. simple recitation of the Christ being born. And here we are celebrating Christmas and that was so heavily debated, and he had to stand his ground. It tells you a lot about TV, you know, 50 years ago. Can you imagine now? It's now, amazing. you know, I can't hear when you play yes, those videos, you're right. but I know what exactly yep. the video was. It was Linus, right, yes. reciting the, yes. the, the passage from the Gospel of Luke. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a couple of things. One of the things that, that had never been done before in 1965 is to, they always had adults play the roles of children in those 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 holiday specials. They had never allowed children's voices to be children, and Schultz insisted on that too. And so the the voice of Linus, that little kid's voice with his almost his his lisp, almost his his speech deformation, yeah. is just so perfect. And so that was another win for Schultz. And here, other people besides me have pointed this out. But if you watch the actual cartoon, when Linus stands up, when Linus stands up to deliver that for Charlie Brown. He's holding his his ubiquitous blue blanket, blanket, right? His security blanket. Right. You never see all throughout that show and all throughout the cartoon strips. You never see Linus without his blanket. Right. Well, when he says that, right? He mentions the line when Christ the Savior is born. Mm-hmm. He, if you notice in the cartoon at that moment, Linus drops his security blanket. You're right. Because yeah. he no longer needs it. Because the story of the Christ's tale is his security. So he actually relinquishes his blanket at, during the reading of that because he no longer needs that, that artificial protection. 
Hmm. Such a great, great moment. I have loved this clip. I've played it every, I think every Christmas yep. since I've been on the air. And uh, it kind of brings you back home to the most important things. And also just the, just Schultz having to say, no, this is how I'm going to do it. Having that backbone, that backbone has always paid off in the right dividends for us. If more of us will just possess one, <laughs> if we yeah. could just get more backbone in the year 2023, can you imagine what we could do? If Christianity stood up, I'm mean, talking about it, the, the, mm-hmm. the so-called leaders and administrators right. of, of those of us who are Christian in this world, if, if these institutions were to stand athwart of what's happening in the world, yes. there would be huge changes, huge changes right. in short order. Yeah. Uh, but these are leaderless, rudderless churches now. And um, like you said, even the faithful priests and ministers are being boxed in and, and you know, uh, canceled in many ways. Uh, but I think we've got to realize that Christ made it absolutely clear 2,000 years ago that the point of Christianity was to be canceled by the world. Yep. The more yep. you followed him, yep. the more the world would cancel you. And right now, in Western culture, we fear cancel culture more than we fa- than more than we fear our God, and that, as we know from the Old Testament, is never a good thing. Yeah. And by the way, you nailed it on that with the blanket, because a lot of people missed that. They didn't see that. And it's something they should have. And if they see it again this Christmas, I hope they point it out to their kids um, watching. And I hope that people will go and and search this out and watch. Have your kids watch this instead of the latest Disney crap, please. It's so important for us to review these types of things. If you're going to watch TV, then at least watch some of the good stuff. The small one was a Disney production they put out where it was a 30 minute in the in the voice of the donkey. Um, bringing Mary and it was a, a really cute cute piece they don't play it anymore anywhere it was done in the 70s and um, and I hope people it's called the small one and I hope people at least stick to the stuff that's gonna if you're gonna go to that medium stick to the stuff that's gonna that's gonna be good at least to watch okay um, oh, I just thank you so much for ending it that way thank you get yeah. our backbone know that we're probably gonna get canceled for it and it's okay because the reward is even better for that. So thank you so much, Dr. Pesta. Merry God Christmas. Bless. Merry Christmas Merry to you. And uh, isn't he great? Dr. Pesta, uh, the, the Dr. Duke Show. Go check it out. And of course, be faithful, be fearless. We'll see you back here tomorrow. We've got some wonderful guests like Dr. Paul Thomas in the last hour. And uh, you're not going to want to miss it. We'll see you tomorrow.